and welcome to Newsies Minute. The podcast where we examine the 1982 Disney movie musical Newsies one minute at a time. I'm your host, Aaron. I'm your host, James. And here we are on minute three after the bomb that James dropped on me yesterday. <sighs> I We peaked early, guys. Minute two might be the best thing that happens on this show. I Yeah. <laughs> I hope not, but... Yikes. It doesn't get much better than Backlot Horror Movie. Now, to be fair, we have not yet watched Blood Drips Heavily on Newsy Square because we are recording this True. episode about 30 seconds after we ended the True. recording of the last episode. It could be awful, but... Oh, I, it is undoubtedly awful. <laughs> that does not mean it's not also incredible. Correct. Minute three starts as Boots puts his head back down and either... Minute three either ends right before or right as Racetrack is telling uh, Snipe Shooter that that is his cigar. Yes. So I have a bunch of bios here. Okay. Let's just, what do you have for notes? Boy, is Jack's hair greasy. Yep, gross. That's that, literally my only note. Fair, 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 <laughs> fair, fair. Okay, so um, Boots was played by Arvin Lowe Jr., best known for Boots. I'm going to try and keep these bios small. I want to do best known for and also did. So okay. He also did uh, City Guys, Moesha, Sister Sister, Smart Guy, Jesse, and Thea. So those are all primarily like African American sitcoms sure. of the mid to late nineties. Uh huh. Um, he also had a recurring role on Lizzie McGuire as Mister Dig, and he was featured in Baby's Kids, which was a cartoon. Okay. Um, that I watched a lot because it was on HBO when I was watching TV. It was not an entirely appropriate. It was sort of like early. This is cartoons, but for adults sort okay. of deal. Um, Do you know who Mr. Dig was nope. on Lizzie McGuire? I never watched Lizzie McGuire. I used to watch Lizzie McGuire on occasion. Yeah. Hey, if you guys know who Mr. Dig was, tweet at us at Newsies Minute. There we go. Hey, we did social media early. We did. Uh, he was also in the 2000 Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle movie. Okay. Um, and a movie in 1999 called Trippin'. Okay. So that's the first person that uh, Klopman wakes up. The next person he wakes up is Skittery. Played by Michael Gorgian. Correct. Director of Blood Drips Heavily on Newsies Square, primarily. Possibly what he's known best for. <laughs> um, I know him personally as uh, Harrow and Bob from SLC Punk. Right. Um, and also Punk's, Punk's Dead, but I don't understand how that could happen. Spoilers for SLC Punk. He dies at the end of that movie, so I'm not really sure what how he's in the sequel, maybe as a ghost. Fun fact, I only watched SLC Punk because Michael Gorgian was in it. Weird, weird way to get into that movie. Yep. Okay. Uh, he won an Emmy Award. Really? For Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Miniseries or Special for his role as David Goodson in the television film David's Mother in 1994. Okay. Um, Congratulations, yeah. Michael Gorgian. Good job, Michael Gorgian. It's a I shame you didn't, you know, land the Oscar for your direction of Blood Drips Heavily on Newsy Square. But... It was a tough year in 1992. Yeah. I guess. Then uh, I have some more. I have some more bios later, but uh, I feel that uh, Klopman's treatment of Skittery is unnecessary. Yeah, he like smacks him, smacks his feet, smacks his face. No wonder Skittery wakes up saying, "I didn't do it." And now, to be fair, we don't know that Skittery doesn't like it. Fair, fair point. I mean, I'm not gonna yuck his yums. Maybe Skittery is into a little bit of. You're right. He might like it. <laughs> It's kind of weird to put it in the context when you consider that all of these characters are teenagers. Fair, fair. But he also looks like he's about 27. I don't know how right. old he actually was when they filmed Newsies, but... Yeah, a lot of these people were born in the mid to late 70s, so like they would have been 
20s. Yeah, early 20s, late 18s. I feel like I read somewhere that Christian Bale was one of the younger ones at 18. Yeah. yeah. Like most of, and Max Casella was one of the older ones. He was like late 20s. Really? I thought so. That can't be true. Let's. He was a child on Doogie Howser in 87. I could be wrong. He was born in 67. Okay, so he was 25 when this movie came out. Fair point, fair point. He's just a small guy. He is. And I tell you what, if you Google him right now, he does not look like himself. There's like a picture of of him on Doogie Howser. There's a picture of him in Newsies. And then there's a whole bunch of pictures of some guy who I guess must be Max Casella, but sure doesn't look like him. The last thing we're going to talk about on this minute is my bio of uh, Max Casella. Okay. Um, That's him in Mrs. Maisel. Or at least... I haven't watched Mrs. Maisel. Right, right, I know. But it took me a long time to be like, Oh, it's racetrack. Oh. Well, see, now I kind of wish I didn't know that because I wonder if I would have picked up on it. I think you probably would have. I mean, I recognized his voice once when Doogie Hauser came on and I was like, <laughs> like, I mean, it, it was like an immediate head turn. I was like, racetrack? I had never seen Doogie Hauser. It was on UPN 20. Yep. And like some old rerun of it happened to come on after something else I was watching. Right. And... He played Vinny, yep. and I immediately recognized his voice and was very confused. It's hard for me not to think of him as being named Vinny, honestly. Really? Yeah. It's hard for me not to think of him as being named Racetrack. Fair enough. Fair point. Then I have, uh, we see two anonymous newsies sleeping end to end, one foot in the other's face. Mm-hmm. Gross. Except one of them is not anonymous. Is right? one of them sn- sniped you? One of them's, no, one of them's Mush. No, Mush is behind them. On a bed of his own, thank God, because he is shirtless and sprawled out. He has like the blanket. Barely covered. That's right. I was, I was thinking pants, he was the one who had the foot in his no, face. No, yeah, he's, he's behind. I can totally see why you thought that because it's a weird I was, establishing shot. It, 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 it pans over to see the guy in the face and then it immediately pushes back to the bed behind those two guys. Where right. Is. It, I, think, I think it's also that I was watching but yeah. not watching closely because right. my... Children were running around and the dogs right. were whining. And also I've seen this movie a zillion times and thought I knew everything, but clearly. Um, yeah, he's sleeping shirtless and I think just in Knickerbockers. Mm-hmm. I wrote, this is a children's movie. And how? Whew. I mean, is I'm... smoke show a correct term for this? Like, he is looking steamy. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. He looked good. Yeah, he did. Um, so that is, he, Mush is played by Aaron Lore. Who I know, be- oh, also best known is going to be best known by James. Sure. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, I know him as Portman from uh, D2, The Mighty Ducks, and D3, The Mighty Ducks, one of the Bash brothers. Uh-huh. Um, the addition, when they thought that there needed to be one more big, tough, it's funny because he can beat people up, uh, hockey player on the team. Of course. They were correct. Uh, it yes. was good that yes. he did that. Um, he also played Max, uh, Max's singing voice in a Goofy movie. Yep. And he played Steve in in the movie of Rent. And I don't know who Steve is. Steve is an ensemble character. Well, he played he was played by Aaron Lore in when they made Rent into a movie. I think I knew that. Cool. I feel like I recall that from when they made that movie. Yeah. But yeah. I I know him best as Mush. Sure, fair. Then I have Klopman wakes up Cowboy. Uh-huh. Played by Christian Bale. Here are my notes on Christian Bale. Famous, growly Batman. English, American Psycho, Little Women. Technically, he's Welsh. Brit, right. In- not English, but British. Yes. 
Not, not to well actually you, but... No, no, no. Not to Welsh actually me? Not to Welsh actually you. <laughs> now I have a question. Is Christian Bale's accent good? Remember in the intro, or I'm sorry, in the first episode of this, when I said that everything I know about New York accents comes from this movie? Yeah. I'm gonna say it's not great. I think... There's I, a lot... I feel like somehow he manages to make it sound an enough like his actual voice yeah that it's not great but i also feel like it's not horrible like i had no idea we'll put it this way i had no idea that he was not american right granted i did see this movie for the first time when i was like nine sure nope that's impossible i would have had to have been 10 because it came out 10 years after i was born you could have seen it while you were nine because you turned 10 in 1982 yes but i saw it like, was this in the theaters? Is this a I movie saw it on the Disney movie? Channel. Okay. I saw it over at Mariah's house. Yeah. I probably saw it in like 93. Oh, okay. So I, I was probably 10. Yeah. But, you know, at 10, I didn't really have a great grasp of there are voices other than American. Right. It was like there's Mary Poppins. Right. And a bunch of people who sound like me. Fair. Fair point. Um, And I could tell he didn't sound like me, but I thought that's because he was from New York. Right. It wasn't until high school that I was like, oh, past you. Yeah. You, past Aaron, you were so young. Yeah. You didn't know any better. <laughs> it's not a great accent. I know that I was that I was into this movie uh, when Bill Clinton was inaugurated. Because I watched the inauguration of Bill Clinton from behind my stepdad's easy chair with a marble and a rubber band pretending to be Spot Conlon. Right. Um, who at the time, and until uh, we started doing our podcast, I thought was named Spot Collins. So there's that. I don't yeah. pay attention to Names. a lot of things. I think Sleepy Jack sounds pretty good. Mm -hmm. I think maybe his New York accent is at his best when he's pretending to also be sleepy. Yeah. He's a little mumbly. It's very adorable. So then he starts tickle fighting with Klopman. Mm -hmm. And he says, you're mad. He's like, stop. <laughs> you're mad. You're mad. Mm-hmm. That's not what New York people say. Nope. That's what British people say. Uh-huh. Sure is. <laughs> Christian Bale. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? But presumably that's what the script said. Presumably. Presumably. Could have been an ad lib, though. It could have been. And then I have uh, the comment says, carry the banner, sell the papers. And I said, we need a translation of the slang. Because mm -hmm. we're about to sing a song called Carrying the Banner, and we just want to make it crystal clear to the children Carrying the banner means sell the papers. Right. So thank you, Klopman, for being our, our Duolingo translator. I will say, though, when I was a child, I, I did think that the banner was the name of a newspaper. And that... Specifically the one that they were carrying. Correct. That I feel like you were led astray by this movie because the... We're going to say the thing that the newspaper is called. Mm -hmm. but we're going to refer to the thing that the newspaper refers to, like when I created the world. Right. So I think that you were well within your rights to think that carrying the banner meant we're selling the paper and it's called the banner. Right. I think that's totally, I think that's uh, completely yeah, fine. Because I was definitely confused for many years about uh, Pulitzer's later line, when I created the world, he's yeah. talking about his newspaper, right. which is called the world. But I mean, but he's being 11 a year old yeah. me thought right. that it was the other part of the pun. Right. Right. It's... Yeah. It, I mean, it was absolutely intended to be a pun. Sure. Absolutely. And and Pulitzer is, we'll get to him. Yeah. Um, so the we're last, not at that minute. We're not even at that minute yet. Last thing I have is Racetrack is played by Max Casella, um, best known for Doogie Howser and this. Yep. 
Um, and, and he and. Timon. And I have, he was also in Mrs. Maisel, and he was Timon in the original broadcast, Broadway cast of Lion King. Yeah. And that's it. Yep. So uh, we have the tension building as Racetrack sees that um, Snipe Shooter has stolen his cigar. How will he respond? Will it be through music? Maybe. It might be. <laughs> Find out tomorrow on episode four. Yes. Until then, if you'd like to talk to us about... Other Max Casella roles you like, other Aaron Lore roles you like, some deeper Aaron Lore. Blood drips heavily on Newsy Square. That's always still. a welcome topic. Sure, absolutely. Um, come talk to us. We're on Twitter at Newsy's Minute. And individually, I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. And I'm at Unabashed James. And until tomorrow, soak them for Crutchy. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.